0: D-d-discover discover the, the wonder, wonder. <laughs> Podcasting for the majestic high desert in Southern California. Like a shaggy sasquatch strategically swinging stones into your speakers, this is Duncan to the Unknown, with your hosts, Kenny and Kevin Duncan. Hello, I'm Kenny. And I'm Kevin. And this is Duncan to the Unknown. Today's episode's going to be about
1: extraterrestrials awesome yeah it's gonna be a good one instead of having a bunch of notes and shit in front of us which i can't stand because it sounds like we're reading off of everything which bothers me a lot we're just gonna have a nice good conversation about you know the documentaries and stuff we've been watching and all that good stuff
0: yeah it'd be nice yeah you know just bullshitting about what we had uh seen on, on the documentaries and stuff that we have drawn our conclusions on And have different opinions on too.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Not just documentaries, but even videos and stuff on YouTube and everything that we've been watching.
0: Right on. So which uh, documentary did you watch or which YouTube video did you watch that fascinated you the most?
1: That fascinated me the most, I would say, would be Dr. Stephen Greer's um, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a good one.
1: Yeah, the whole EC5 stuff that they do around the world, which a lot of it is actually they do in California, which that got my excitement because I, obviously I've seen a lot of stuff out in the sky. Um, even as of late, the uh, last couple of weeks, I've saw three different things that I can't explain in the sky. But just their whole uh, view of... You know, you have to get into a certain mind space, and in order to uh, call these things out to come see you,
0: right? Like bring them in closer. Right. You know what I mean.
1: I shouldn't say come see us. It's for us to see them. Right. So, yeah, that was pretty cool.
0: And that kind of reminded me a bit, like when we had that one encounter that we had that one night where that one object came pretty close to us, like intentionally came close to us. Yeah. You know,
1: it, exactly. That's it made me think a lot about that encounter cuz that technically was what I believe my first encounter and it was also with you, so, you know, there was an, another witness and you were welcoming it and I was fearful of it and that's I believed it sensed my fear and that's why it backed off. Right. And it correlates a lot to what they were saying on that doc- documentary that, you know, you have to be welcoming of them and in the right mindset, um, for them to show themselves to you. Uh, so that was, yeah, it really got me excited because now, You know, when I see things in the sky, I'm a lot more open to it. I'm not as fearful as I was. Right. And I think that's why I get to see a lot more things in the sky nowadays.
0: And that's probably why, too, to where when it stopped, it instantaneously shot up for you. But it stuck around for like a good, to me, like 10, 15 seconds for me.
1: Yeah, I don't see how you saw it like that. But it was really weird. Yeah. Like.
0: Up until that point, you and I have two completely different rec- um, experiences with the same
1: same light in the sky, same object, whatever it was. Yeah, as for when it's it was coming close to us, and it had stopped, and to me, it had stopped, and it didn't really stick around. It didn't hover, nothing. It just, once it, it was coming towards us, and it had stopped, and then it just shot straight up.
0: Boom. Yeah, for me it stayed there for a little bit.
1: Yeah, that's so crazy. That's so crazy that, you know, but then again at the same time what was happening in those seconds then.
0: I don't know. Yeah. I I can't explain that. I think one of the um the the ones that I liked was that uh, documentary of Two Face?
1: Oh, Two Face the Grace. Yeah,
0: Two Face the Grace.
1: Or the Gray, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one was pretty that one was really really cool.
0: Yeah, it was. I mean, it started off with these uh ghost hunters out in Australia, right? Right. And uh what was that place called Cook Island or something I think it was? Something like that, yeah. yeah. And um the Australian government had sought them out and wanted to pay them to do some um paranormal activity research at that facility there. Right. And they had some interesting anomalies while they were there. They had time that they went by that they couldn't account for. Right. Like like about 45 minutes of yeah. it. And then as they were walking by this one like doorway, this entity kind of looks like pierced through and that was it. But as they were showing this film, uh, cause they went around the world kind of showing this people going, um, that doesn't look like a ghost. That looks like a, that looks like an ET, a gray. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which was kind of funny because it, in that documentary, they thought, Oh my goodness. We got the Holy grail of paranormal ghost footage. We finally got a, a full body apparition, you mm-hmm. know? And the guy was excited. Um, the uh, I guess he was the producer or whatever of, of, the, of the movie and the documentary. He was excited going, I can finally retire. I'm, I've, I've gotten what I needed to. Right. And then people burst at his bubble because they're like, that's, that's not a ghost. That's, that's a gray. That looks like a gray. And he kept going around, going around, and more and more people kept saying, yeah, that, that looks like a gray alien. That looks like a gray alien. And yeah that was kind of a trip.
0: Yeah, one of the things that they had said too was that was quite interesting is um time loss doesn't occur with paranormal the correlation between um E um EBEs and which is extraterrestrial biological entities. Right. And time loss occur with that phenomenon but not the other paranormal ghosts. Uh, yeah, ghost activities. Right. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. That's, I, and that's what I liked out of it. And the other thing was, too, was during that documentary, these people were being followed by... MIBs? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, which it was... So that documentary, uh, Two-Face, The Grey, it started off pretty slow, you know, because I didn't know what I was watching. Th- right when I when I when I clicked onto it, I didn't know what I was watching, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, this is. It says the gray, but I'm now they're talking ghosts, <laughs> so it was kind of slow for me at first. It's like, then, did I
0: click on the right thing here?
1: Right, right. I I was wondering if there was just a a title thing that I don't I don't know. It yeah, I,
0: <laughs> you just went with it, dude.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and but then as it went kept going and kept going and I'm like okay this is interesting this is interesting and you know it because it had everything in it 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 started off with ghosts then it had ETs it had men in black then it had the conspiracy theory you know plot to it with uh, a gentleman that came and dropped off some information to them yeah and yeah so without going too deep into that one you know you guys got to check it out uh it's on discovery plus Right and uh, under documentaries and check it out. It's uh, uh Two Face the Gray. Um, you know I don't want to spoil it for everybody, but yeah, that was a really good one.
0: It was, and another one that um I think I had I had showed you um before was the um the Mona Lisa.
1: Yeah, that was kind of a trip. I'm I'm not sure how I feel about it. Yeah, but yeah, that was on YouTube.
0: Well, what, in in case you don't know, so during the Apollo missions, I think it went up to Apollo 18, um, in the books. Okay. Um, evidently there was an Apollo 19 that was not successful, right? Okay. And then this Apollo 20, which was, um, a joint effort by the United States and the Soviet, then Soviet Union.
1: Kind of like a black project thing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and during the race to the moon, right, we had built a bunch of Saturn V rockets, right. So we had, you know, there's extra engines, extra components to build these rockets and stuff, right? They had
1: a plethora of scraps, right. Lately. So,
0: um, are you really going to? I mean, if you found had found something on the moon, number one, like when Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong came back, and I think it was Michael Collins when when they had co- all came back. Th- they had to sign NDAs, you know. Um,
1: well, so did Gordon Cooper. He was the first one to, yeah. you know, circle circle the globe or whatever. Like, he did it 22 times in 34 hours or something like yeah. that. Um, yeah, he had to do the same thing because he came across some stuff too.
0: Right. So, yeah. so in, in going with this, it might be plausible that this happened. Supposedly, they launched Apollo 20. From Vandenberg Air Force Base, and they were looking for anomalies anomalies which they had seen um, before as they were circling the moon. Right. And they found this one anomaly of this um, this huge object that didn't fit into it. It's like kind of stuck in a crater and kind of sticking out,
1: like crashed, right?
0: Yeah.
1: And it was like bigger than this than the city of Manhattan. And then higher and higher than the tallest skyscrapers.
0: Right, yeah. right. And uh, supposedly they went in, into this thing and they found, um, I think it was at least two bodies. Um, one of them was badly decomposed. They they took it. They took the head of it, and the yeah. other one was like a almost completely preserved female. And supposedly this thing's supposed to be like a million years old. Uh, you yeah.
1: Know. Well, they said like a million and a half years old or something like
0: that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's crazy. And, you know, of course it's on the far side of the moon. Right. Right. So we have to take it with a grain of salt, but it's just kind of really cool to think about. But when you start thinking about NASA in general, right, it's it's one of those um, departments that we have in this country to where it serves the aeronautics and in space and kind of that's the public arm of that right and when you send astronauts up and then you have them come back and talk about you know have you signed non-disclosure agreements it's not really for the public then it right. becomes like national security or whatever it is so if they seen something and they had extra parts to send another uh, spacecraft up to the moon why wouldn't they right you know what i mean I mean, they already have it. Otherwise, it would be a waste. So it's it's just my take on it. I'm I'm not sure exactly how I feel on it either, but it's kind of cool just to kind of think about it. But when when they did come back and from the moon, like Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and I think it was Michael Collins, um, when when they did come back in their first um, public speaking event, they were you can visually tell how pissed off they were. They were scrambling for words, and they they were not really excited to sit there and be able to, to talk up there because they had stuff that they wanted to say but couldn't. Right. I mean you can YouTube those videos and you can just look for yourselves and just look kind of the tone in their voice, the the looks on their faces. You know they wanted to say something.
1: Right. Well my thing is with this this crashed mothership on the moon, okay, is there's supposedly a bunch of sixteen millimeter footage of the whole thing and the uh, cosmonaut that he was the first one inside the mothership
0: Mm -hmm.
1: now for only two crew members or whatever, there was the one that was really badly decomposed or it was destroyed maybe from the crash. I don't know. And then the female one, well, the female one was like mummified, correct? Yeah. Okay. But then she looked like she had, bones and stuff making some sort of shape on her face so she was already deceased in the ship when they when the ship had crashed she she was gone like she was already a mummy so it was just weird to me i didn't quite understand it and i'm not saying i'm by no means i'm saying that the video was a fake or a hoax but there's a lot more to the story that I would like to find out than what, you know, is is out there for the public to see.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Now, though, like those bone, those little structures that was going from the middle of the forehead down to the upper eyelids to force them closed. Then they had ones that were on the mouth and the mouth was open.
1: Yeah. The mouth to like the cheekbone.
0: Yeah. But then they had... Those little bone-like structures going up to the bottom eyelid to keep it closed, and then there was things in the nostrils as yeah, well. They
1: said there was wires coming out of the nostrils, going somewhere, but they cut the wires. Right, and I don't know for what reason, but
0: yeah, but it it did look like a human. It did look like a human, ex- except like everything about a human, but the eyes were larger. Right, the, the nose looked a little bit smaller. And the proportions looked like a normal female,
1: and then it had like almost like a third eye jewel or uh
0: in the middle of the something forehead.
1: on the middle of the forehead. I'm not sure if it was a jewel or not it wasn't even like a tattoo, but it was something on the middle of the forehead yeah which
0: and supposedly she had six six
1: fingers yes, yeah, yeah six fingers, six toes, yeah, so. That goes along with like the whole Dewey decimal system thing, right? You know about that? No. Okay. Um, the way that supposedly the ETs back, you know, in early, early times when they were teaching us about numbers and how to count, they it goes with on your fingers, you have the three joints. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 9, 10, 11, 12. We were talking about twelve, I think, on the last episode, like majestic twelve and all that. Mm-hmm. The number twelve is a super, super. Uh, it's an important number for some reason, especially that in with with ETs, with anything, uh, with anything correlating with with extra with with space in general. And a lot of stuff that has to do, which is way out of my element. It's like a sacred number, everything. yeah. And uh, I said the Dewey Decimal thing System thing because there was some kid in the early 1900s that graduated from Harvard. He was 16 years old when he graduated from Harvard. He was the youngest one at the time. And he wrote this book on his theory about the number 12 and everything that, you know, related to the number 12. And in it had a lot of stuff to do with the Dewey Decimal System, so that's what that's. What, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I don't even know the guy's name. Like I said, I, there's no notes this week because I hate having to read off of that shit. But look it up. I mean, you guys, <laughs> you guys out there listening, look it up on YouTube. Uh, you'll find it. You know, well, that kind of, of stuff's he, not hard to find. And it
0: kind of even relates to to way Nikola Tesla used to work. He used to use the powers of three, six, and nine. Right, three, six, nine, twelve. It kind of right. kind of goes, and a lot of his um, after he had died, right in New York City, the FBI seized. He didn't everybody. die; he was murdered. I don't know. He was pretty frail. He he was actually pretty old.
1: He was murdered. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, the guy dies, and then like an hour or two later, they were already in there taking his shit out of out of the safes. Yeah, no.
0: Well, might have been murdered. what he was working on. Yeah, who knows?
1: Another conspiracy theory, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Along with those, then we also uh, I had watched Unacknowledged again. Um, that was that's a uh, Dr. Stephen Greer. Uh,
0: he would be an awesome guy to like talk to and meet.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: I mean, totally. I mean, this guy—he's you know—he was a, a a medical doctor. Yes. And then he just wanted to pursue pursue the uh, UFO phenomenon and EBEs, and um, he's he actually got on the government's radar for his his success rate doing this uh, CE five, running these CE five EC five EC five events, right? You know, yeah. Well, CE fives, close encounters fives, yeah. CE five. All right. So you have close encounters of the first kind, which is seeing. A spacecraft. The second one is a physical trace, like, uh, for example, the crop circles. Close encounters of the third kind is seeing one. Close encounters of the fourth kind is
1: you going on board their ship.
0: Board, and the fifth one
1: is is interacting. Interactive, yeah. So, Doctor Stephen Greer, the man behind Unacknowledged and Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, had a near-death experience when he was 17 Mm -hmm. and that's when he realized that you know once we die there's still life after that
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: that got him thinking a lot and starting to meditate and get into a more sense of consciousness right and when he was doing that he started being contacted by uh what we would call extraterrestrials and seeing lights and stuff in the sky and being visited by um, these ships. And that's where he came up with the, um, the idea of the CE-5 program. Right. And, you know, he wanted more people to experience this stuff.
0: Right, and he he actually got onto something there because he definitely got the uh the attention of the government about it,
1: right, and they were pissed,
0: oh yeah, yeah, you know, when you have something that you want to keep hush hush, and you can almost bring him at will, you know yeah, and that that has to say a lot about his spiritual um, um awakening per se, right. right, like you know part of living is like you know our our existence is. We're, we're supposed to take, you know, our, our spiritual, our spirituality, because in, in our physical conscience, we, we have energy and it's a manifestation of both of them it, to become better human, better being better beings, you know, just not beings, but, you know, spiritual entities. And that's, that's what um, these aliens, supposedly, that's, that's what they're accepting of is because we want to be more positive. Right,
1: right. I think that's the whole thing about it. It, it, That's is how we're going to advance as uh, a species is by letting all that in. And I don't quite understand it all. I'm, I'm not a meditator or Mm -hmm. anything like that. You know, that's not my, my cup of tea. Maybe I should start. But I just, I, I don't know.
0: I think those hippies are onto something. What do you think? (laughs)
1: Yeah, possibly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure if I agree with it, but whatever.
0: No, it's like, for example, when I used to go free diving, right? Right. When you free dive, you have to be in the moment. Like you can't really think about anything else. And when I used to to be able to hold my breath for over four to five minutes at a time, staying at the bottom of the ocean, it takes a lot of, um, ability but more more and more when you stop thinking about everything you get closer to like a zen moment a kind sense of, thing. of calmness a very sense of calmness and more relaxing you can actually feel your heart when it beats because it beats so slow and that's the most peaceful I've ever felt in my life when you're down there and all, like you just sit down like sit Indian style on the bottom and just look and then you can just close your eyes And then you lose sense of time. you And you're down there probably 60, 80 feet. And you're just sitting there, just taking it all in. And that's the most closest I've ever got to feeling being one with whatever it was. Right. But it's the most peaceful feeling that there is. And it's also very powerful. And it it does change your body. It will change your body because your body... Does, I mean it? Obviously, it needs oxygen, right? Right. To survive, but you can go a, quite a while without physically truly needing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you push yourself. I think that's what we have to do, like spiritually, in order to kind of get to advance to our to the next level to be in contention with these these other beings. You know. Well, and then
1: that goes to what I was saying last week when I was like, you know, as we're ready to for them to say yes there's aliens there's there's extraterrestrial beings right but we're not ready for the rest of the truth that comes with it right we're 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 not ready for that and for me i would like to be that person that can meditate and do the calm stuff and all that i'm just not but for some reason, we were gifted something that, you know, they show themselves to us. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but you know, for we're accepting of it in a way, but not at the level like Doctor Stephen Greer is.
0: Right, and I'm one of those people. My I myself, I know a lot of my faults. One of them is articulating myself very like well, I don't come I don't I have a hard time explaining or saying what's going through my mind right but if you hand me a pencil and paper or something like that I could draw it out you know what I mean but it's hard to kind of get the those um those thoughts or those feelings and put them verbally or in written word I I I can't do it
1: no I'm not... So, for the people who don't know me, I'm not a talker whatsoever. So, doing this podcast is completely out of my element anyways. Like, I'm one of very few words. I will sit and observe, but I just don't speak. I'm not a conversationalist. Nothing, you know. Right. I don't write. I Nothing. So, um, yeah, it's just...
0: But the thing is, is that we're open, and that's a whole other thing where people may be able to express themselves verbally, artistically, whatever it is, but they're not open. Like, open to other other things that's... And I know it's well beyond our comprehension, but we're open to it. Yeah. Open
1: to the possibility of anything.
0: Right. Pretty much. Right. You know, it's like... um, You know, the universe is infinite, right? There's infinite largeness, infinite smallness, right? I mean, it goes...
1: And to sit and and try to break that down and think about it, it is mind-blowing, you know? And Mm -hmm. and it's very hard to comprehend. And you've told me about the infinite smallness and infinite largeness things, you know, a bunch of times. And just to comprehend that is...
0: yeah it's like i can't comprehend it but i can imagine it and but it's like putting all the pieces together on top of that it's it'll make you go mad just thinking about it right but like and then then you tap onto that other dimensions
1: yeah and it so just goes to show how insignificant we are
0: (laughs) right but we're not we are significant that's the thing is like you know a lot of these Ebe's and stuff are fascinated by us because supposedly we have souls, right? We we have uh, our you know souls are energy and they transfer like you know they when you die, right? You don't really die; your soul just keeps carrying on and moves from probably from one vessel to another, um, possibly. But they're fascinated by it too.
1: Well, okay, so you're thinking that the Ebe's their souls don't.
0: No, that's not what I'm saying, but I do think that there's some, like the manufactured ones, for instance, like maybe like the helpers.
1: Droids, whatever you yeah, want to call them. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah.
0: You know, um, you know uh, supposedly because there's supposedly there's supposed to be all kinds of different species of, right. of these things in all different shapes and sizes or whatever. But, you know, I think they're fascinated by us, right? Because we are clever to an extent to an extent but then we get so closed-minded and i think we're living at a time um you know the these especially when you get into the ancient astronaut theory a lot of these aliens and stuff used to visit us all the time they lived amongst us they lived like over uh, um like sumer uh, which i think is modern day iraq right now they had them down in uh, mexico they had them down um they had them all over the place, China, everywhere, um, Australia, uh, with the uh, Aborigines. They just had them everywhere, and they worked alongside building these huge monoliths or these great like pyramids, um, right? You know, all over the place. They interacted with us, but what happened? What happened after that? Did we get like some little piece of technology, and it kind of pissed them off? And then they said Psh, later, right? And here we are again. They really didn't come around much. Not so much. I mean, they probably did it from time to time, um, but now, like, they started really coming around more and more. Yeah, they after started... the splitting of the bon- of the atom.
1: Right. Yeah, that's when they started coming back. That's where I'm lost. Is why they were because still as a species were we're still in our infancy as a species we're in our infancy. But when we were really younger as a, as a species, they were here helping us. Maybe, maybe they weren't helping us. Maybe we were helping them. We were their bitches. You know, we, we were like their slaves. I, I don't know. And then once they used us for what they could use us for, they went away. And then, yeah, we split the atom and, you know, did the atomic bomb and making nukes and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, <laughs> the kids found the matches and they're playing with them. And then they, now they have to come back and regulate. Right. You know, so.
0: Because now we have, I mean, especially with the advent of rocketry and you have the nuclear devices, um, you can do some damage. We're no longer just a terrestrial threat. You know, we can go into space and pose a threat possibly to them or yeah, I, in a way.
1: So I get that in a sense, but at the same time, I think they're so far way more advanced than we are that even if we went out there with our rocketry and, and, and nukes, they could take care of that quite easily. I just think it's something that they're trying to teach us not to do. And that's You'd... something that we don't, as the as the public, we don't know what's all behind that. But I think our governments know what's
0: behind that. Right, right. Like I was telling you about my dream the other night, you know, with what's going on in the world. You have Putin trying, you know, supposedly, quote unquote, trying to uh, invade the Ukraine and take it over. Right. right. And then I was thinking, you know, uh, we've had multiple... Nuclear facilities, just not uh, the United States nuclear facilities, but Russian facilities as well, which um, have been switched off by um, UFOs. You know, everything kind of goes offline as far as the nuclear missiles or. Yeah, that
1: that stuff's been happening for decades. Yeah, but but think about
0: it. With when you have you know the government says yeah you know we're looking into um, unidentified aerial phenomenon you know it's out there um, I think Putin's been saying like you know if you guys intervene and stuff like that you know I'll I'll shoot off a nuke you know kind of deal is this is this the the flag where it's gonna it's gonna happen like it's gonna kind of be known or you think there's Like if something like does like that, we just say, eh, fuck it. We try to warn these guys. No, I
1: I think that they have their ETs are vested in earth for some strange reason. I don't know if they're maybe not necessarily vested in earth, but they're vested in us. Right. And the good part of me wants to think that they will not allow a World War three. They allowed World War I, World War II, they allowed the fighting amongst ourselves, all that stuff, up until we were nuclear capable. Mm-hmm. They're not going to allow it because it affects the rest of the galaxy and, and it affects Earth. I, I just don't feel that, that they'll allow it. And that's when they're going to show themselves to us. And I don't, it, it's going to be a spanking. Yeah, it's gonna be a spanking, and we're not gonna like it. But then they're gonna be like, "Fuckers, we told you."
0: It's like the it's like the political and religious dogma, you know. That's 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 our underlying problem, right? You know, people always want to exert power over somebody else. See,
1: now you say political and religious dogma, and that reminds me of that other video that actually we just watched and that was that uh project blue book 1964 mm-hmm. video which i don't think that that one was real that's the no. for you guys that don't know check it out on on youtube um, and it's the uh, what do they the something descended it's project blue book 1964 hold on i'm gonna look it up right now uh so you guys can check it out But I think this video is bullshit. Let me see. It is called Project Blue Book 1964 Evolutionary Descendant. Right. And if it is a real video, it's disturbing on how we treated something from supposedly our distant future but as if it was a faked video, it's pretty well done. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. But he, here's the thing too, and this, and, and, and this is part of our problem from our species, right? Is we allow, right? And we do, we, we allow it because we tune into it. It's like the news, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're so polar divided amongst people that, They just don't have, I think, the right intentions. Um, They always say the same thing. They just have different ways of going about it. But when you hear the news and stuff, it's like, oh, this happened today. And it's never good news. And if it is something that's good news, it's like 30 seconds long. The rest of it, it's all like, oh, you know, this person was murdered or, oh, you know, um, there's fighting going on in Syria. There's this and that. And then you get into like, Uh, When They're talking about politics and voting numbers. And it's always like, well, you have the African-Americans, the Latino vote. You have the Asian vote. You have the educated whites, the uneducated whites. It's like, why do you have to put people into buckets? Right. It's so stupid. Here, we're all Americans. Right. Right. And treat us like Americans. Quit telling us. That, you know, I should look at this population when they're all Americans. They're right. all here. We're all the same people. When you look at a man, you look at them, at them as they're a man. Who cares what skin color they are? What, who cares what religious sect they belong to? Who cares? Exactly. They're Americans. And they keep dividing that. And it, it, it creates the illusion of racism. I'm not saying relig- racism, racism is not there it it is but it's not to the extent to where the media makes it out to be
1: well i think the media is who magnifies everything they magnify it they you know positive news doesn't sell no all right it, it's the scandals it's the it's it's the hate stuff it's that the fear sells
0: yeah, yes fear sells but that's the thing is now we're scaring ourselves we're making a boogeyman out of somebody. That doesn't need to happen. Right. You know, you want to end racism and stuff like that? Quit fucking talking about it. Well, Don't give it the power. Don't give it the power. That's the
1: thing. Media, media, they they thrive on conflict. Right. Okay. If there was no conflict, there would be no need for them.
0: But, but think about this, right? So we're, we're, we're talking about that aspect of it is. But the next step after you get out of that, It's no longer American. It's no longer Russian. It's we're one people. Right. Right. And that's where it needs to go. But we're never going to get there if we're sitting there doing this other shit that's being broadcast in the news on a daily basis, multiple times a day. Right. It's on 24 seven. Yeah. You know, it's bullshit. And that's what needs to stop. And I think if people turned off their TVs and quit watching the news like that, you would see that you're we're the ones who's given the power by tuning it in,
1: but it's not just TVs anymore. You turn on your computer, you open up your, you know, you go on your phone. It's all there. It's now that stuff is getting out, and I think that's why it's exploded into what it is. Is because now it's all at the at at your fingertips, and you can see it. Right, and they get their word out, but it's also to where you know, the media is also controlled by the government. And I'm not sure how many people want to believe that. Oh, but, that but, but that's true because the government will sit there and they will put people in different uh, positions in the media on their payroll to keep certain newses, news from coming out, news uh, stories from coming out. Or and,
0: worded differently.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: So, and that's the thing is, is, is words. Words are very important. Right. Like we all seen the, like the riots that they had. Right. So they had the BLM riots going on for instance. Right. Oh, you see buildings burning, right. Broken windows. Oh, it's a peaceful assembly. Right. No, it's not.
1: And then when you get some peaceful Trump supporters out there
0: now, they're or, <laughs> or or even the Canadian truckers, oh, they're terrorists. Um, I don't see the truckers like putting buildings on fire. You know what I mean? It, it's it's polarization of stuff, and that's the shit that we need to stop if we want to move along as a species. We need to stop it. Right. We we just need to. Because, like I said, and then if we get away where we're just Americans, we're just like Russians or Chinese or whatever it is, we're one people. Then the next step will be, okay, we have aliens and then we have us. Right. Now, are we just... Beings that exist, are we beings that are trying to do positive things, right? Those are the steps that we need to take to where we can be a positive, um, have a positive place in the universe. But that just be more one of it.
1: That just goes to show how far we are from being able to accept. What else is out
0: there? Right. And, and we're a society who thinks that we're cultured. Bullshit. Yeah, no, no. Dude, if I was an alien, man, I'd roll up my windows and lock the doors.
1: Well, I think that's kind of what they do already. But, you know, I just, I couldn't imagine being in, you know, going through, say, 10,000 light years, right? You're going 10,000 light years through the galaxy and you come across Earth and you're like, oh, I'm going to go check this out. And you go through, and all of a sudden, you're getting shot at and stuff, you know? Yeah. And you're like, what the, what the hell is going on? Oh, I heard about this place. And then they go and take off, and then they, you know, go somewhere else. It, it, it's crazy. And, I, and it, to, to sit there and then listen to myself just say what I just said, it sounds so far-fetched. But, you know, it's got to be true.
0: Yeah, and it makes you feel sick. Yeah. It makes you feel sick to your stomach that that that's human nature.
1: Well, the the other thing that I don't understand or particularly like is how come whenever there's some sort of, you know, new, say, animal or whatever that we don't know or haven't seen before, why do we always have to kill it to examine it? Yeah. You know, and just like with the extraterrestrials, uh, the ones that supposedly we got from the Roswell crash. You know, we, there was a few of them that were dead and then there was one that were, that was alive and we, you know, thank goodness at the time we didn't kill the one that was alive, but the, the ones that were dead, we sat there and did autopsies on them and everything. And, uh, then the one that was alive, we kept and we held as a prisoner, you know, and it ended up succumbing to its, uh. To its own
0: injuries, injuries
1: really? illness, illness, whatever in 1952. But it's like, you know, we could have probably helped him get back to wherever he came from because we had, you know, we already, we had the stuff here to do it. Right. Why, why didn't we help? Yeah. You know? But it's like, nope, you're going to stay here because you're going to help us. Why? Why, why would anybody want to come here to help us now? Because of the shit that we do. Exactly. I just I don't get
0: it. And that, and that that's why it's a it's a it's a scary thing to, to think if, if if World War Three did break out, would they help us or not? You know what I mean? And I th- just and, and and it's and it's kind of biased for, for me thinking because you know, I'm human. You know what I mean? If someone kept fucking fucking me over around and around and around and stuff like that, why would I help?
1: I think they would help us because I, I do believe that they realize that we're not all like that. Right. That it is, you know, maybe they had the same kind of thing going on when they were uh, a younger species and they had possibly, they had governments and they had militaries just like we did. I don't, I don't know. And they're like, yeah, they're dealing with the same shit we did, you know? And so we need to help them that we need to show them the way. And, they're not quite ready for it yet, but we are going to help them keep from destroying themselves. Yeah, you know, I don't know. But okay, so we got a little bit off here. Um, another video that I had watched um, was the Factor Fiction Alien Autopsy. Have you seen that one?
0: Yeah. It's the one with the Roswell bodies. Yes.
1: Yes. Which just goes to what we were just talking about or what I was just talking about with the, you know, the uh, doing the autopsies on the aliens from the Roswell crash. Um, but watching that, I wasn't sure at first, is this legit, you know? Um, but then they had interviewed, this is back in like 1995, 96, they had interviewed Academy award winning, uh, um, Special no, not CGI, but special effects people and everything, and they're saying there's no way, you know, it. They're they're, no, they didn't say there was no way, but they said that 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 whoever did this, if it was fake, it is really really good, and then they could have a job in Hollywood in a minute, you know. But they're saying that it's just super hard to do, and to them, it looked legit
0: yeah and it's super expensive to do that especially not to have your name accredited to go along with it correct yeah you know yeah and
1: still this is what 26 years later and still nobody's taking credit for it
0: and then some of these videos too even with those with the autopsy videos and then you see um the it's a video from s the victor the victor's tape the
1: victor tapes
0: Yeah. Remarkably similar. Yep. Like one,
1: they like the. We'll explain the Victor
0: tape. All right. The Victor tape is um, from somebody who supposedly worked at Area 51 in the S4 region. Yep. Kind of like Bob Lazar did. However, they had an entity there. Um, Now there's no. um, uh, There's video, but there's no sound. So it's a sound over with when they're interrogating this, this being. So I think they, they go along and they, somebody re-recorded over it or or whatever. No.
1: In the Victor tape there, the gentleman who supplied the tape to the company, he removed the sound from the video because there's people's voices on the video that he didn't want their family to see. Uh And then them realize, Holy crap. You know, they, that's where they work. That that's them on the video. So he's like, I'm taking a risk and I'm not going to put other people at risk for what I'm trying to do. And so there is no sound to that at all. It's just the video of this poor thing being interrogated.
0: But if you look at the, um, the similarities between the beings, right. They're quite similar. One looks older. The The Roswell crash look younger. in a way in a sense but the similarities is uncanny
1: right the only thing that i didn't like about the victor tape and i'm not sure if it's because on the eyes and the victor tape that they had the so-called lenses that Mm -hmm. they talk about on because um on it like his eyes didn't blink um and I'm jumping ahead of myself because I'm also talking about the skinny Bob videos. Oh yeah. The
0: skinny Bob videos. That's the KGB.
1: Yes. Which the 15 or so years ago, I think it was even longer than that. When it was like when YouTube was kind of in its infancy, this video came out on YouTube and it was called skinny Bob video. And you know, you just, when you saw it, it was, it said skinny Bob and there was, This alien, so you know, you click on it to watch it, and it was a long video. Um, and it there was like a a, like three or four aliens walking with these members of the KGB, and they're walking around like an aircraft. And then it shows sorry, it showed um, uh, the alien, uh, skinny Bob, you know, uh, a full view of his front side like up and down so you know you can see what he looks like now that video is gone you can't find it and the only thing that you can really find on the skinny bob stuff is like 30 second clips and
0: so that- and, and, and what's really funny is that we've been looking for some of these videos that we've seen before mm-hmm. and now we have to dig yeah. i mean really dig to find this stuff
1: right but the skinny bob video looks really good because i mean its eyes are blinking uh people try to say oh no look at the hand you know the hand is is you could tell it's like a fake hand no those fingers are moving they're bending
0: yeah and you can actually see in the in the head area muscle the muscle movements and that's what gets me and even then that is similar to those roswell autopsy videos
1: exactly yeah So that's, so the difference between the skinny Bob video and then the Victor tape is in the skinny Bob video, it's eyes are blinking and stuff, but in the Victor tape, there's no eye blinking. And I'm just, I'm wondering, okay, one of them might be fake or does, like I said, they talk about the lenses over the eyes that these aliens, uh, have. And I think it's because of light, Mm -hmm. um, that maybe there's lenses and so you don't see the eyes blinking. Right. So yeah, but I mean they're all strikingly similar. They you know whoever did it who's not getting credit for it, whatever. But if, I, I I If don't know. it is a
0: hoax, they did a damn good job with it.
1: Yeah. They should be making money somewhere else. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's nuts. But <clears throat> sorry. Yeah, those those videos got me. Those videos got me. But the the Project Blue Book video of the uh, the descendant. E. Yeah, you that. know, um, that one just bothered me just the way that they were talking.
0: Yeah, and and not only that, but they skipped ahead and they had that thing kind of like tied up. Its arms were like almost like in a crucifixion pose yeah like spread out and they kept threatening them if we're not going to do this we're going to do this if you're not going to give us the information we'll do this to you we'll give this to you
1: yeah but and the the crazy like i said i don't think that that video that that video is real but just the the entity was saying hey you know you guys can't comprehend what the truth is and then no tell us tell us and so it you know it answering the questions Nope, that doesn't make sense. Nope, that doesn't that doesn't work. You're contradicting yourself. No, it's because you guys can't handle what I'm... You can't... Comprehend, comprehend it. Comprehend it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, just trying to put all this stuff together, it's, you know, it, it, for those of you who don't or haven't thought about doing it, if you watch a lot of this stuff and then try to put it all together, it does all make sense. Mm-hmm. It, it makes complete sense. Um,
0: I think a lot of us, like, nowadays, we're so just in tune with our phones. We look down on our phones. We don't observe anything in the sky anymore. We, we don't look up anymore. We don't do the wonder. We're too busy watching TV, too busy worried about what the Kardashians are doing than what's going on in life. You know, we're, we're always looking for an escape and seeing the reality That's right in front of us. And some things that are right in front of us are the hardest things to see, especially if we don't understand it. It's find a way to understand it.
1: Right. Well, see, that kind of, that a little bit contradicts what I was just about to say. Um, But they said, you know, with this, with the whole COVID outbreak and then everybody being at home during COVID, there was a, what's called a flap um, in UFO sightings. Now, a flap is just like a rise or, you know, mm-hmm. it's a it, it, a period in time when something happens a lot. So they call it a flap. Um, but there was a flap in UFO sightings. And I had thought about it. And I'm like, no, it's not because I don't think it's because, oh, everybody's at home. It's because all the shit that has been on TV and like the really the, the A-tip videos that you know, released about um, the what do they call them? Tic Tacs. Um, the Tic Tac and and all that gimbal like videos. The gimbal videos. People see that, and then so now they're looking at the sky. They're they're paying more attention to the sky, and so that's why there's yeah. It's not
0: that they're coming more. It's just that you're going outside and you're looking
1: right. Because for a while too many people were preoccupied with everything else that's going on. And maybe with COVID people did tend to just take a step back, smell the roses and look around, you know, because they had the, everything kind of slowed down for a lot of people. And so they were able to just take a breath and look and, and see what's going on, but they've always been here.
0: You know,
1: they, I, I think, there's also a rise in the sightings too, because there's a lot more black projects that are out there. Oh yes. You know? So now let's go back into the, to the A-tip thing. All right. So Luis Alessandro, Mm -hmm. he was the the head of the A-tip project. Right. All right. He comes out like he's some sort of saint. I'm, I'm, (laughs) this guy pisses me off okay because he comes out like he's some sort of saint and he's like oh yeah i'm I'm releasing this stuff you know and and people need to know the truth all right yes he did that but also at the same time i think this was a whole ploy by the u.s government and he ended up being their spokesman Mm -hmm. okay like they're allowing him to come out and Yes, this stuff can be released. Yes, you can tell them about this and that. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, he, he's trying to make it look like, oh, I, I, I quit, I quit, and and now I'm telling you guys the truth. But when interviewed, he's like, oh, no, that's, that's classified. I, I can't talk about that. Wait, if you're going to come here and you're going to tell us about what you've seen, and and you're going to tell us the truth, then why are you saying shit's classified? You already put yourself out there. You already told you, you know, you already told us that you quit and this and that. But then he's, oh, I still have, uh, I still have top secret clearance. If you quit, how the fuck do you still have top secret clearance?
0: Yeah. Do you need to be continue to be, to be briefed on anything else? Right. You know what I mean. And no, and and if and if he was sitting there saying things that the government. Really didn't want to be released. He wouldn't be breathing.
1: No, exactly. So he's he's a plant, basically. Yeah, he, he's
0: dropping breadcrumbs.
1: Yes, he he was. This is all
0: going in circles.
1: Yeah, it's it's all part of the plan for the which people like to call it disclosure. It's not going to be disclosure. It's just it's the it's conditioning. They're still conditioning us.
0: Oh yes, uh, absolutely. I mean, the conditioning is going to go on for generations. Yeah. Unless something totally catastrophic happens to where it comes down. And even then I'm skeptical with the technology that supposedly that we have that can make it look like something and it's not like right. another false flag just to do whatever the hell they want to do, you know, get more money into the black projects or do whatever it is. Who knows? I mean, it, it's it's just a huge spider web that you get entangled in and you don't know up, down, left and right, forwards and backwards anymore.
1: I don't know how a lot of these people sleep at night. That's all I know.
0: I don't because I mean, we supposedly we have the technology and and we've had it for about a hundred years to have zero point energy. You, there was, there would be no need for fossil fuels for even windmills or solar panels. I mean, it's like, the thing is, it's just follow the money. You know, I mean, people bitch about global warming and stuff, we have the technology to then that wouldn't even be an issue
1: we'll see here if people just sit back and think about that like you just said follow the money everything all of our problems that we have have to do with money and the rich trying to stay rich
0: i mean i like money too
1: everybody everybody (laughs) likes money but it's and i'm not talking like the Oh, rich being I got $5 million. No, I'm talking about like the multi-multi-billionaires, the people who actually control what the world does.
0: Mm-hmm. And a lot of them you don't even know about. Yeah. No. I mean, I mean, everybody wants to think Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos are the ones who have the most money. No. Let me tell you something. They're not the ones. They might be posted as they have the most money, but they're truly rich and stuff like that. Don't want their names to be known and they exactly. don't want their wealth to be known. Those are the ones who's pulling the strings.
1: Yep. And those are the ones that are keeping it to where, you know, we have our electricity isn't free. You know, there was a, I I saw a a video about this guy who had made a car that ran off of water, right? Yeah. And he made it to the news. He made it onto the news and he, uh, his his designs and everything and he was trying to get them he was trying to uh, patent them
0: I think GM bought it no no no, no?
1: Um, when they got to the patent office they they were mysteriously disappeared from the patent office they took the guy's prototype the, the government came took the guy's prototype took all his stuff for patent everything and that has never been seen again now and the guy does not won't talk about it
0: anymore. Do do you think? Now to have all even if we were to reverse engineer stuff and write patents on it, right? And you know that they that they do to protect oh, yeah. certain things. You, I would say, in the patent office, you do have to have, especially dealing with with these things. You do have to have like. Well above top secret clearance oh, absolutely. For, the, for this stuff. Absolutely. And I wonder how much stuff is in there that would truly benefit us, right? To where we don't have to keep doing this. We don't have to be sending kids to war. We don't, you know, why? You we know?
1: shouldn't have to send kids to war anyways. There shouldn't even be wars. We should just be able to get along with everybody.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know? But it's all this. It's it's taking resources from other people, counting them peanuts, And it's 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 disgusting, man. Well, no,
1: the whole thing with war is war stimulates the economy, okay, and then that goes back to keep the rich rich and the poor poor. That's what it is. Yeah, and who
0: and who do they send off to war? It's not the The rich kids,
1: exactly. Yeah,
0: it's not the rich kids. They don't.
1: They don't. The rich don't care about. The 98 point or 99.9% of the rest of the population. And this
0: is why, like, if, like, I'm sitting here, I'm just disgusted by it. But if you think of higher intelligent beings looking down on us, too, you're probably like, what a bunch of savages.
1: Well, and I see, and that's why when we were talking just earlier about, you know, would you, do you think they would help us? Yeah, I do think they would help us because they realize it's not, the entire population it's a very small percent that does what they do you know that there's a there's a popular saying is that uh oh god i'm gonna lose it but something about it's oh it's easier for a camel to go through the head of a needle than for a rich man to get into heaven yeah okay so
0: well, I that kind I kind of says it all. I I was just thinking about this right now. So, you know, Doctor Stephen Greer. Yep. Right. If if there like, because obviously he takes people to go see this these things, and a lot of these people who go do see this stuff are open people. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Well, here's we the- we just need. We we need something like an a, something like a light switch to a, to enlighten us and maybe that's that's the impatience I have about about this. It's because you know in this lifetime, man, I would love to know. I would just so love to know and just not have it be a mystery, but just have it be a
1: fact. Are you interested in the um, CE five stuff? Are oh you yeah, int- dude, okay. I would so totally so do it. No, I'm too much. I'm too much of a cheap fuck to do it.
0: All right. Oh, it's expensive then. No,
1: oh. no. I just said, I'm too much of a cheap fuck to do it. It's a $10 app on your phone and it tells you exactly what you need to do. And, and it's step-by-step on the stuff. I'm not saying, I don't know if it will teach you exactly how to, how to, uh, meditate or whatever, because when he was talking about the meditating and all, like it, it that's so far beyond me. Like I, I can try to sit and just be.
0: But you already see them on your own anyway. I know. It's it's but it's then it's probably just controlling the other phone. Dude, I'll give you ten bucks to get the freaking app, dude, because now it, I want to get it. And no, I'm gonna it's go get just, it as soon it, as we get it's done. It's the here.
1: principle of the fact that I don't want to put the app on my phone anyway. It's, it's, um, <laughs> I just don't want to do it. But yeah, no, you can look it up, dude. You go to the app store and it's 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 you can look it up. It's ten it's nine ninety nine. That's all it is. Yeah.
0: But even if he has events, because he does a lot of them, like a Newport beach, he does them all over the place, all yeah, over the world.
1: Oh, yeah. But like a majority of them are just are here in California. Yeah. A majority of them are like, they've been in Big Bear. They've been, um, I mean, just down the street here, they've, they've been as i am cause I've watched a bunch of videos of it. I'm like, oh, oh
0: shit, dude, they're just down the road. Like what the fuck? But it, it, I mean, isn't that cool? I mean, I, I, I just think you know, if, if if there's eb, you know, there are ebes out there. It's just you know, like like, it's just there's so many different species. There's so many different craft. They're all different shapes and sizes. Just like the, I mean, who the hell knows what you're attracting even in to begin with? You know what I mean? Right. Is it good or is it dark? I mean, we 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 don't know. Well, if you
1: think about your maybe not all of them are enlightened i don't i I don't know uh maybe the ones that uh have the more evil intentions because they do say that there are those kinds that have the more evil intentions Uh, maybe you won't be able to communicate with those you only can communicate with the enlightened ones and the ones that are um
0: in tune in
1: tune to it and Mm -hmm. they're looking for that that's they've been waiting for that kind of communication for for centuries right who knows you know and then finally somebody figured it out and maybe that's why that they maybe that's why they went away too you know thousands of years ago when they were helping us and they went away is because we lost that ability to communicate with them that that could be quite possible
0: yeah could could be could be all right, Kevin, what's all the time we have for today?
1: No shit. That one went by pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, we were all over the place, and I apologize for that. Um, the next one's probably going to be the same way. It's just there's so much stuff to talk about. And like I said, I hate. And hate, this stuff hate, is not linear. at notes.
0: Yeah. And this stuff isn't linear. No. There's, there's things that are deep behind it that need to be discussed as you're talking about it to start getting the full comprehension of what it is that we're talking about.
1: Right. And then, well, that's the problem with having to piece it all together. Yes. Yeah. Piecing it all together. And then you find out it, it goes in all different directions, but yeah. Um, hit us up. If you guys have any questions or comments, hit us up. Or at, stories. Yes. Or stories. Hit us up at Duncan to the unknown at yahoo.com. That's D U N K I N U N. Oh shit. D U N K I N t-o-t-h-e-u-n-k-o-w-n at yahoo.com and then check us out at duncan to the unknown at on twitter uh, and instagram and like us on facebook duncan to the unknown
0: all right guys god bless thank you for listening beam me up scotty